What's up, you c**t? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've had a few complaints. Who's been complaining? I won't name any names. We don't name names on here. You know that. But I've had a few complaints about the language. It's not, it's not just me. What have they said? We just need to calm down a bit. I can't help it. Uh, I've said that. I cannot yeah, help it. That's my reply to them. It's like, we've had chats. That's how he talks. We don't want to change anything for the fucking podcast. <laughs> He's going to talk like that. And that's how it is. I'm sorry. If you don't like it, you can leave. I'll, you know? I'll do my best to drop maybe some F's and C's. Obviously, you beat the C's out most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, tr- I'll, do, I'll do whatever I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I can yeah. to stop swearing. There you go. How's that? Do you need to change for them? Nope, not going to. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't like it, leave. Not bothered at all. Snowflakes. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm all right, mate. Happy Friday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Yeah. How we doing? I'm all right, mate. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Fucking freezing. Yeah. Back on stay for one. Yeah. Every time I say it, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> It hasn't this time. No, it hasn't. We've been quite on fucking on the money. Welcome 2022 and with a bang. Oh, yeah. New year, new us. <laughs> <laughs> no, with Christmas and shit, it was like two weeks apart, wasn't it, really? Yeah. I, we, our diaries stacked up. Yeah. I started getting the panics on, mate, thinking like, oh, this has got to be out on Wednesday. We need to record desperately. Time flies, man. Time flies. When you're having fun. What yeah. you been doing? Just working. 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 Um, we went out for a run Wednesday. Um... My knee is fucked. Yep. Um, 10k became 8k, which yeah. is a bit of a bummer. A little disappointing, but I just need to sort of tell myself it was only, you know, four weeks ago, my big run. So I need to let my body do what it needs to do. Mate, I'm convinced it's going to take like three months for you to feel normal after that. It better not. I, I know. I, I don't want it to for, for your own mental wellness, but I feel like it might. <laughs> Thursday night, I went to see the lads. Yeah. And up the road, there was about 20 different runners. And I just opened my window and I was like, <laughs> I miss you. Take me back. <laughs> I even put my window. I was like, let's go. And everyone was like, looking at me. I was like, window up, window up, window up. <laughs> well, uh, not to make you feel worse, mate, but I did my first 10 since early December yesterday. I saw, mate. Well done. Shout out to Barry for taking you out. Baz. Baza. Legend. You know who you are. You know who you are, Baza. No names. Yeah, no, no free shout outs. Um, how did it feel? Felt really good, mate. It was. Um, I found it quite tough because we were doing a lot of chatting and catch up. I hadn't seen him for like six months. I was running back in July, so we had a lot to catch up on. Um, he met the little one first time, which was nice, and he expressed his love for the podcast, which you know you know how we are, mate. And that just you know blew smoke everywhere, and I loved it. Um, so yeah, we, we, we've got at least one fan, which is nice. Shout out, Baz. Shout out, Bazzy. Thank you very much for your feedback. Yeah, man. And if um, you were one of the fuckers that has an issue of my swearing, yeah. Well, <laughs> leave. Leave. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so, as, as a couple of, couple of points I wanted to bring up today. Oh, okay. I always always do this in the intro. Got a few this things is unexpected. A few things I want to address. Uh, my, old, my old man, again, another avid listener of the pod. Yep. He... Um, I was a bit concerned because he come round he come round last week and he had just listened to our last episode and he said I didn't like that one as much. Do not. And I had to I had to take that in. I had to take that on board and I, I wanted to understand, you know, why. I mean, 
for myself, I, I knew how we viewed the last episode, and it was a bit like we we're a bit drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a difficult edit. Yeah, we were quite drunk. Yeah. yeah, he said he said I thought it was a bit all over the place, and I thought we we went off topic a bit too much, and I you know. I want to take I want to take criticism. Yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, I, I kind I of think agree we with both it. know that because yeah. when we were on our run, we were like, yeah, we were probably you know a bit. Yeah, but then I told him, you know what? It was the end of year pod. Have a day off, Dad. Yeah, and we sort of said beforehand that we'd have a few drinks. I think we meant we'd have a few drinks, <laughs> like after. Yeah. We just ended up getting pissed in between, yeah. and we had to then finish it off somehow. Yeah, I remember we were going for the break, and I was like, trying to get down your stairs. I was like, I haven't <laughs> drank in a long time. Yeah, but no, I think. Um, Apologies if anyone felt like that. Well, I think we should call it like an episode cleanser, the last one. A little we've detox. Just, yeah, we've tried to refresh the palate, and we're going to get back to it on this one. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. Um, but I'll definitely ta- we definitely need to take that on board. Well, I, I saw in his face, mate, something was on his mind, and then I I didn't even know it was podcast related, and uh, he because he listens to it all the time, and he's just like, I think the other ones have been a bit better when you're a bit, a bit more on topic. And I was like, well, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take, take you, that. You can't win them all, mate. You can't win them all. No. And we are learning every time we do this. Exactly. Um, and I think we've learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. Don't get pissed. Or if you do, do it after. Do it after. Yeah. Uh, the other... <laughs> says if two bottles appear in front of us. <laughs> it's called stay for one, Dad. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we stayed for about six. <laughs> um, the other thing I've got, we, we thought it was dead. Tinder chat's back. <laughs> Tinder's dead, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I was round. I was round my rents the other day. Uh, my my sister's a Tinder user, a swiper, and she comes across you. <laughs> oh god, you're as red as that recording light, mate. She better a swipe right. So she, she she we was we was sort of talking about it, and, oh, and she was fucking hilarious. <laughs> she was going. What should I do? What should I do? And I said, "Well, Wed just told me he swiped no out of out of respect." And I've t- so I was like, "I want to see if the proof's in the pudding." Swipe a yes on him, and she swiped yes, and it wasn't a match. So love you, bro. Love you, mate. I couldn't do it. Got me, mate. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean that's all the Tinder chat I've got. Just uh, on your side, then any updates? Shall we move on? Um, Man United are a disgrace. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't properly sat down and watched them in a while. Um, they all need to fuck off again. Yeah, yeah I saw a uh, Ronaldo interview recently. Spicy. Lots Mate, of talking points. If there's anyone to listen to or take notice of, it's him. Yeah, what do you think about him going in on the attitude of the team? Bang on. Yeah, agree. Absolutely. Yeah, what... I Thing is, he comes, and he, he said it later on in the interview when, you know, he was 18. Yeah. Football's different now. Yeah. We all know that. He knows that. Yeah. But there is still that lesson to be learned from the elder players or the the senior players. And I think when he was a player, when he was 18, 19 at United, he had Giggs, Skulls, Neville, Keane. Well, he came into a winning mentality, didn't he? Yeah. Straight away. And, you know, there's, I think, you know, a couple of ex-players have come out and said that, you know, for the first couple of months, they just, they were like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, they were two-footing him. You know, he was rolling around the floor, excuse me, diving and everything. And then after two, three months, he learns a different way, the Man United way. Yeah. And I do think that there's a lot of youngsters at that club that, and again, there's so it's a different time in football. You know, you know, you see all these players, they're, they're holidaying together. 
Yeah. And Roy Keane came out not too long ago and was like, he would never dream of going on a holday with uh, his, a, a his player own... from Chelsea or Man City or Liverpool. He'd be like, why? And not only that, but even like mates in your team, like some players, I, I, I get that some players look at their teammates and think you're just a colleague. You're not like a friend. Like, I don't have to like you. I remember, I remember seeing a, a, I only really watched the Liverpool stuff, so I can only relate that. But I remember watching a Sturridge interview and he, him and Suarez had that season that was great um, in 2013, I think. But Sturridge has come out now and he said, like, you know, I weren't friends with him. Like, we didn't really get on. We just, we played well together. Yeah. And that was it. I think, you know, that sort of attitude is the winning mentality that yeah. I think is missing from a lot of young players. But we'll see. Football's changed. Times have changed. There's so many different influences now. Agents, managers, social media managers. Like, none of these players fucking use their own social media. Yeah. They've got companies that put up posts for them. Like, you know, oh, the winning team. Fuck off. You haven't... You know, yeah. I mean, a bit of a sticking point when you're questioning like attitude of professional football players is like, you know, you, you would think that the attitude was pretty spot on just to get to that level. Like you play for Man United. Yeah, but it's it's been clear the last well since Fergie left, there's been a drop in standards. Yeah, obviously, but it's like who's who's fucking mentoring this? Who's in, like engaging the players to to be at this level? Well, no one. The problem is we've gone through so many different managers that have made various different signings to their style of play and then the manager's gone and then they're like, well, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. I mean, I mean style of play is another one, isn't it? That's like a, a proper buzzword when a new manager comes in. And how do you know this guy, new guy's style of play is actually better than the last one? I just... I, I don't know, mate. I mean, we've, we've got a game tomorrow. But anyway, let's move on from Man United because although it is M... Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. We'll, um, I, I want to touch on football players in this episode anyway. So, So this episode, episode number... 13 mid-season. Ooh, halfway. Good, yeah. Whoa, we're halfway there. Halfway. Whoa. I wonder what that was. <laughs> oh, I have got one more thing before we kick into the episode. Go for it. Well done to Grant for winning the cup. Oh, yeah, shout out, Grant. You know who you are. Yeah. Well, no, you don't yet, but we'll... We're going we're gonna to DM you and we'll, get your address and sort it out. Yep, yeah, we'll sort that out, Grant. You are now a proud owner of our Stay For One mug slash glass. We Let's don't know yet. We go. haven't decided. Legend. I'm feeling a mug, you know. Yeah, oh, that would be sick, wouldn't it? Because I know... But I think I think the I know, glass is on brand because it's our Stay For One mm, and it's a pint. Yeah, let's go that. And I know Grant does like to drink a tipple or two. I know that as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, boy, go on. Right, episode 13. This one's on... Money. You gonna stay for one? We normally start with a definition, but I don't think with money there necessarily is a definition. So, but we could talk about currency and like how it's like a man-made construct that we've now created as a means of showing your wealth, power, as a means of buying goods, buying services, literally doing anything. Literally, money makes the world go round, as they say, and humans have created this as a thing. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, and I think you're bang on, especially with the work, especially currency itself, because obviously, like you know, we were discussing back in the day, you know, someone would trade an orange for two apples and then two apples for a, you know a bag of straw for the horse. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the accent. There's no accent. No, when he's going to go, and then I was going to trade two apples <laughs> for some pears. <laughs> I ain't from London. I ain't from London. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I think I think you are right that money is key. I think. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's um for whatever you want out of life. So with that saying, does money make the world go round? I oh, mean, for sure. I 100% think For that. sure. Whether you agree with it or not, or you like it or not. Yeah. You know, I know some people that have no care for money. Yeah. In terms of as long as they've got what they need, they're good. But they still realise that they still need money to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, so a couple of things is if we talk about for a bit like the mega rich end of money right people that are like are we talking like fuck you money or like fuck you money let's talk about like the scale of money at that level right so you could say i would say in today's age millionaires are more common than you think in general i think a lot of people might be millionaires like more so in assets and like things they have around them yeah and if they wanted to get that money together they probably could yeah, like for example, property or fucking crypto exactly. or... Exactly. You know, yeah, I agree there. Yeah. So, whereas I think back in the day, if you were a millionaire, like who wants to be a millionaire, that would be seen as like, you're a fucking anomaly, mate. Like you've got a million pounds. That's insane. Whereas now I think you would just sort of fit into society still and wouldn't be out of the norm necessarily. I think the people that we view now as being like abnormal are people like Bezos, people like Zuckerberg, people like the, the geezers that took over Newcastle United, people that like have got money that is beyond anything you could even dream of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that sort of money is, you know, when you've got that sort of money, you don't really have to think. No. You I just, mean, you, you just do, don't you? You you even compare a millionaire to a billionaire. <laughs> like that distance is oh, yeah. vast, man. Like. Yeah, there's there's things that a millionaire will buy that they're like, oh, that's, you know, six digits, baby. Yeah. But for a billionaire, that's pocket change. It's paying for parking or something. Yeah. You, but, know, uh, just... you know, a millionaire, you're going to be happily comfortable and all that, but you you could still fuck yourself on a million pounds. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas that, um, just on that Newcastle United point, uh, I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but there, I saw like a, a graph of their like income, basically. their like finances over a period of time. And it had the date on it that they bought Newcastle. And the fucking line didn't even waver. It didn't even dip a tiny bit when they bought... I don't know how much they bought it for. I've, I can't remember the figure. 300, it, 300 million? 380 Any? million? 382? Mate, didn't even bat an eyelid that no, day. Mate. No. Oh, what is that? That's insane. That blows my mind. That blows my absolute mind. Yeah, and a lot of it's potentially not legal. Well, you don't know, do you? And then you look at... I, I then look at people and the different like attitudes that people have who have got that kind of money. And like you could say, that, you know, maybe in terms of personality, there's similar personalities between like Zuckerberg and Bezos, for example, like how they've just, you know, created their own metaverse or universe. And now they've just they're taken over the world. Um, and it's quite sort of like a greedy, like selfish tendency, I think, is what I always think of when I think of those people. Yeah. Um and then you see people like, you know, Elon Musk, for another example, of someone who's super, super wealthy. Um, and it, like I heard him talking on the Joe Rogan podcast and he was going on about how like there'd be because he, he's obviously all into like his space travel and mm. trying to like commercialize, go into space. Um, and he was saying like they would run tests with these like rockets and stuff and it would be like millions of pound a pop just testing and they'll just blow up. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like how? Yeah, it's it it just blew my mind. But then he he's saying like, you know, why why 
you know, why do you spend all this money? Why are you able to do things like this? And his reply is literally just like, because if my test passes, like, I'm changing the human race for the next 10,000 years or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, his, his goal isn't about making money anymore. His no, goal no, is no, about no. changing the way we think. Yeah, and that's why I, li- I, I like I like Elon. I mean, he's very strange, very odd. Mm. But he talks a lot of sense when he does talk sometimes. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I lose him. Like, if I if I listen to him for a long time, some, sometimes he'll go into, you know, his, like, astrophysics and stuff. And I'm a bit like, oh, oh yeah. I'm not qualified enough for this, man. But um, some of his talking about how he just wants to... It's almost like he's rich, but he that's not what he really cares about. He's just... He's in that position, and he's trying to actually do something, if you yeah. know what I mean. I do a lot of things, obviously. But he's trying to actually change the planet instead of just being wealthy and, like, you know, living the high life, which I feel like some of the others might do who are at that level. Yeah, have you seen Jeff Bezos recently? He's Man's got stacked. Yeah, he's a prick, though. I don't like... I can't got time for him. He's stacked, man. Hadoosh. <laughs> Someone's been benching. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I don't... Yeah, Bezos is a c- uh, <laughs> I can't help it. I'm not changing, mate. Um, yeah, Bezos, I, I... I don't know. When I hear him speak, I'm just like... <sighs> thing is, he come from nothing. Yeah. You have to give him props. And, I'm, and this is what annoys me, and I've seen it quite a bit recently on social media where it's like you know fuck the super rich you know fuck them you know you can't blame them no for doing what they've done you you know you're not out here calling out bill gates why aren't you calling out bill gates oh that's why because you're using your windows laptop (laughs) well yeah exactly you know because it's convenience for you yeah but jeff bezos that you can't stand because he, yes, he is super rich. Yeah. Does he pay his taxes? Probably not. Do many super billionaires pay their taxes correctly? Probably not. Yeah, I think it's you know is it the difference though between his like business model and how he like and what Amazon is compared to what like Windows or Mac or anything like that. Yeah, the thing is, people moan about it. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, oh, shit, I need to order something. I'm going to go Amazon. The convenience. That's it. And, and I think... You can't rob Peter to pay Paul. No, no, no. And I think... But with Bezos, it's like... Because I watched the the Amazon documentary a couple of years ago now, and it was all about, like, his strategy was just, you know, uh, undercut all, like... Because it originally started as, like, a bookstore online, yeah. wasn't it? And so, yeah, like, his... So his original plan was just to undercut every single bookstore and, like, make, you know, make massive profit on it because he was so convenient. The big word there, convenient. Hmm. That's a selling point, isn't it? That's the USP, man. Yeah. And that's... I, I use Amazon. Everybody uses Amazon. Yeah. I'll try not to, but you sometimes you need something tomorrow. <laughs> I think Amazon is the website I go to. If I do need anything, I'll be like, oh, how much is it on Amazon? Because yeah. one, you know it's going to get delivered tomorrow, or you can get it delivered to like one of the supermarkets to pick it up. Yeah. And a lot of times, shit is cheaper on there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, it's you know they have all the the actual shops. They let them sell through Amazon, don't they? They yeah. they let them put their products through Amazon. Which yeah, most companies now are on Amazon as well because yeah. they know of gets the traffic. traffic. Gets the traffic, mate. Exactly. You can't blame him. No. But then I, I think, to me anyway, just my opinion. I feel like that business model ethically is a bit different to like the Mac and Windows because I feel like, especially like you think of Steve Jobs, I feel like. He, obviously what Bezos has done is still visionary, right? But I feel like what Steve Jobs has done is he's like specifically looking, how can I improve 
Steve Jobs was a genius. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. Oh, big, Bezos, big, big Mac fans. So yeah. Bezos is a businessman. Is that the difference? Is that what I'm trying to get at, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people tend to hate on Jeff than they do like Steve or Bill. Yeah. Because they are super intelligent. Yeah. And I, I feel like Steve's priority was to make human life easier and better. Yeah. Whereas Jeff Bezos' life is kind of 50-50, like convenience and make life easier, but make fuckloads of money. And it's kind of like money's right up there with him. Yeah. And I think with like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, I think money just came with it. That's, that's the pri- it is what is the priority in life is it making a change or is it making money and I think the divide is so clear man yeah and I think that's what a lot of people as well obviously we'll speak about it later there'll yeah. be a point where because I know our thoughts on money are very different yeah and our views on money are very different as well I think they are I don't know if we've ever gone too deep but I think they might be but we'll see um should we, should we bring it personal? Should we talk about our own thoughts and feelings? Yeah, what's your thoughts on money? I don't know. For a long time, sort of growing up, I've always been a bit of a bit of a month-to-month guy. But then since sort of, you know, leaving uni and finding my career and actually trying to, you know, get into the work that I'm doing, I mean, it's mental to think my career is what I do and there's people like fucking Elon Musk literally, you know, trying to redefine planet Earth. But um, we're all making a change, bro. That's it. Man. We're all making that's a change. It. Whether it's a website or a rocket. I was gonna say he. Good. I was gonna say he couldn't do what you do, but I was like, mm. Mm, that'd be good. But um, <coughs> money has has become more and more important to me in the last sort of five to ten years, I guess. Um, where I, I you know, I, it has been a an ideal thing to you know make some more money, move about jobs, job hop a bit, try and bump myself up the ladder. Um, I. I've kind of always had it in my head. I want to get to a place where, not that I'm, that I'm like filthy stinking rich, but get to a place where I don't really have to worry, or I don't, really, yeah, I don't really have to like think about am I going to meet this bill at this time, and that to be like a big concern to me, because like you know I've, I've I've been through that, like when I was you know when I was younger at uni and stuff, like you have to make sure you have your rent every month and all this, you'd fucking student loan only gets you so far. Um, so I know what it's like to be like, you know, you're on your last £10 for the month and stuff like that. But I think the last sort of, yeah, like I say, the last five to ten years, I've, it's definitely shot up my priority ladder to try and try and make something of myself in that regard. Um, what about you, mate? Yeah, it's, t- it's difficult because, I mean, did you have an education on money from like mum and dad? Did they sort of teach, not teach you, but sort of say, look, this is what you need to do? Um, I, I, I kind of grew up where I got what I needed. I always got what I needed um, and, you know, I, I always had, you know, good good birthdays and Christmases where if I really wanted something, I'd, I'd probably get it. Yeah. Um, but I never was really, I wasn't one of those kids that would just be given stuff straight away and sort of for no reason. There was always like a, you know, I, you know, my mum and dad were you know really good to me my heart the whole time with, you know, buying me things and money, but they were never like, they were never like handouty parents. Do you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't just be like, "Here's fifty quid for nothing." Do you know what I mean? It was never like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I've been brought. Obviously, I've been brought up in a, a nice and I'm lucky to have that family, but not to a point where I haven't been able to value um, money as a whole and really appreciate having it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't get an education on money. Yeah. At all. The only education that I did 
get was sort of like not a good one. Right. So we, you know, we we weren't poor, poor, but we were breadline. Okay. Growing up. So it was month to month, most months. Yeah. You know, you may have to go without certain things. Yeah. I mean, that, that ties into... Um, the other podcast when we were when you were talking about when you first got your your paper round and you started having some money coming to you directly, like you said, you I guess you didn't really know what to do with it when you got given like you know a little paycheck, even if it was like you know fifteen quid for the week, you might be like, let's just go blow it, you know, Morning. do whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I mean, my first full time job after I dropped out of uni, you know, I was I was, I was on to be fair at the age I was, I was on a very good wage. Nice. Um, but half of it went to board. Yeah. You know, I was made to pay a substantial amount towards cost of living for some reason. But again, we, we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and there's things going on in the background that, you know, meant certain people in the house couldn't work. So, you know, you had to do your bit as such. But in terms of it, it wasn't until I got a job at a bank that I I'd, I'd, I found out so many different things like what's an ISA, yeah. what's a bond, what, you know, What's a savings account? Did did you learn a lot from that? Yeah. Oh, so much. I mean, yeah. I blagged my interview to get that job. <laughs> I think you said that. <laughs> oh, so bad, so bad, so bad. I thought it was the worst interview I've ever done because even I was like going, "You sound like such a twat right now." We're live, motherfucker. What I did just want to interject and say is how much I do enjoy a cold, crisp. Budweiser from a bottle. It's fucking lovely, isn't it? Like if you were to put me on the spot, gun to the head, belt to the balls, and said you only have one bottle of beer, what would it be? It would be a Budweiser. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's it, mate. Because you know the crafty beers, they're they're very popular at the minute. I'm into it, but when it's hot or like you just you just need a fucking lager, your Budweiser hits the spot, doesn't it? Yeah, it just goes down well. It's cold. It's crisp. Where were we? Money. Money. We were talking about money. Money. Let's um, let's go to a bit of you know pop culture and what's going on at the moment. Oh fucking hell! Here we go. <laughs> the uh, the Molly May thing. <laughs> That's everywhere. Oh, I feel a little bit bad for a blesser. See, it's it was a funny one for me because I watched I watched the actual podcast about a week and a half before this backlash come out because I watch, I watch, I've mentioned it a few times. I watch Stephen Bartlett all the time. Yeah, you do, and I, I dip in. Maybe once or twice a month, I'll dip in and, and just look at the latest episode and just have it on in the background. But and I, I feel bad for her in a way that I, I think she maybe chose her words incorrectly because yeah. she is right. We all do get twenty four hours in a day. That part <laughs> isn't incorrect. Did we say something about this before? Yeah, we have mentioned it. We, oh, we're what, all. Given, why am I not Jay Z? We said that. Why aren't you getting you know hate mail? <laughs> exactly. No, she's right in the fact that. <clears throat> We all get this. We all get twenty four hours in a day. We don't all get the same twenty four hours in a day, and that's what she said. <clears throat> you don't have to bring Beyonce into it because Beyonce is a queen. Yeah. All right, Molly May, you're not. <laughs> Molly you, May ain't no queen bee. You know, and I, I do feel bad for her in a sense that she's very young. That's that's what I sort of rest my hat on. Yeah, and I think a lot of people look at it, and especially being on that type of podcast where you see all these people that have done something from the ground <clears> up. <throat> she won Love Island. Yeah. Would she be? I because I didn't realise she's a creative director for yeah, Pretty yeah, Little, yeah. Pretty, Pretty Little Thing, Pretty Little Thing. Yeah. P L D. 
Fucking ch- <laughs> tune, by the way. <laughs> yeah, pretty young thing. Pretty sorry. young thing. MJ, Oof. what a banger! I'm gonna listen to that on the way home. Actually, that's right. We'll we'll end the podcast on that. <laughs> yes. I want to love you. <laughs> um, would she be in the position she is now with that Love Island? We, none of us know. No, we can't for sure say yes or no. Uh, I mean, that was that was her motive, wasn't it? it what she was saying was like, you know... Well, yeah, I, she was very honest in that sense. Yeah, that I, she didn't... I work my ass off. I've done everything. I do this. I'm always working, always grinding. But Love Island was there, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine she would be where she is today without Love Island. Yeah. But unfortunately, we live in a society where nine times out of ten, people go on reality shows for the what happens after. Yeah. Because you'll get like, you know. We've said before, it's a business opportunity, mate. That's it's all it business. Is. Yeah. It is business. And I think yeah. you do have to draw that line between really or is it business? Yeah. You know, again, <clears throat> if you were, I, you know, I did some research, you know, in the week on how much these influencers get paid per post. And it's like, they get paid how much? Yeah. And they're probably not even using that product. Yeah. Um, uh, that was another big one of her things. Like, um, a lot of these things that you're seeing that are getting banded about on socials, they're they're again just like they always do. They're clipping up the little bits that makes her look really bad, just to slander her basically. But what she did say to you know to her credit is she's always been very big on the you know I'll only push a brand that I believe in that I use that is a real thing to me. So like you're saying, there's going to be fucking the majority of influencers that do anything for a pretty penny, right? But she's trying to come out. She came out on that podcast and was saying, like, I'll only do it for certain brands. She said, you know, she has, what, thousands of brand deals coming out every day. She has to pick which ones she actually believes in. She wants to push. Whereas, you you know, some, some of these influencers are just going to push out anything that drops in their inbox. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you compare her social <laughs> media following as total numbers compared to two weeks before she went on Love Island, she wouldn't be getting a thousand brand deals a day. No, that's true. It's very true. And, and I don't want to sound like a, a a dick about it, but I don't think she would. No, no. I don't personally think she's anything special. <laughs> and that's just me, my opinion. We've yeah. all got one. We're all allowed one. Um, I just think well, what I did find funny is that, and again, we were discussing this in the week, so I did a little bit more research. Like, she, like the girls are obsessed with this woman. I know, man. She's literally my sister's idol. Why? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Why? What has she done? What's she done? To make <laughs> a change to be someone's idol. My idol, Eric Cantona. Why? Because he came to United and... There's reason. There's purpose. I get it. There's reasons. What has she done apart from... You know, if people say Beyonce is your idol, I get it. I get that. And I do. But <laughs> Beyonce's, Beyonce's, mine. Beyonce's worked her way up to the top. Oh, yeah. You know, she's Queen Bee for a reason. Yeah. Fuck, I love Beyonce. (laughs) But no, you're right. And and all these influencers, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like the term influencer anyway. No. Because it just sets a bad tone, in my opinion. Yeah. And I... I, See, I don't follow those sort of influencers. I follow people that influence me subtly. Goggins, Cam Haynes, Joe Rogan. I mean, uh, Lex Friedman, all these people that do inspire me, but in different ways. That's what I was going to say. Inspire, influence, slightly different there, bro. There is. But, you know, if anyone wants to ask me who's been a big influence on your running, it would be 
David Goggins. Of course. Or a guy called William Good, who did 48 marathons in 30 days. Insane. I looked at a page on Instagram. There's not even any anything what, there, is there? What I do want to fucking chat to you about, mate. Sorry. All right, let's go. What is it about the car park photo? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Explain. So they take like selfies like this, and I'm just going to get up and start. Right, got it. Yeah, got it. But they're in a fucking industrial car park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ones that are getting me at the minute is this um, this whole kind of like, you've caught a picture of me when I didn't expect you to thing. Do you know what I mean? Have you seen that? So it's like it's like someone's tapped them on the shoulder, they've turned round and... Me? That. Yeah, it's been taken... 20 times yeah I yeah it's so rehearsed I mean she did obvious. say that she did say in the interview how she has to you know do photo shoot they're not really photo shoots they're are not, they are they there's fucking someone with a fucking phone Timmy uh, Tommy's probably taking them Timmy yeah he's a snowflake <sighs> I'm not even gonna I, I don't know much about him to be fair um, <clears throat> but no I, I do think just going back to the point of her being idolised so much yeah and again, this always fucking happens when there's someone in the public eye that makes a comment or is judged to have made a comment that is negative. Yeah. All these supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homer Simpson meme. Yeah. <laughs> they got Fuck it. They disappear, don't they? Yeah. They soon disappear. So. But okay. why is that? If this person is such an influence to you, why aren't you going to fucking go into the hounds with them? I don't, yeah. Why? Because then you're seen to be like that. Bollocks. Yeah. So just to just to kind of step away from her a bit, but still talk about that that interview, but look at it from Stephen's point of view, right? Because very clever. There's there's been little comments that you've texted me about this week that have been like, that's bang on. But like, okay, so a bit of his background, you know, social chain was his like rise to fucking fame. Um, millionaire by the time he was 22, was it 23? Yeah. Sold that, and now he's obviously doing his own things on Dragon's Den and all that. He knows exactly what he's doing social media marketing-wise, right? So, you know, when he was setting up that interview, he must have just been like, if I get Molly May on, like you say, who's been the literally the pinnacle of so many like younger girls at the minute, and like everyone's following her, know, you know, they care about what she's saying, what she's doing. If she says anything slightly wrong, his podcast blows up. And that, that's got to be how he views it, right? If she says, if you know, I can ask her some loaded questions, try and like entice some dodgy shit out. And as soon as she drops it, boom, we're in. Well, he come out and, and defended <coughs> her, didn't he? And I just want to read the comments that he made on her. Um, so, <coughs> and you'll know exactly what I'm getting at in the first sentence. Yeah. So Molly May did an interview on my podcast yesterday. A soundbite from that interview went viral. She trended number one on Twitter Every newspaper covered it and MPs weighed in. He knew what he was doing because if you look on the views of the videos, because I went, I flicked back and I was like... I want to check that. I'm going to check that now quickly. So I believe on average it's around 70,000, 80,000 per episode. Yeah, it, it's not the biggest podcast in the world by a long shot, the Stephen Bartlett one. No, I mean, he's come out and said he makes most of his money via ads. You know, Huel sponsor it and they make... I know they pay him a, a penny. But I think her episode... I, believe, I don't know if it's cracked a million yet. No. So, I mean, look at that. It's insane, isn't it? 700, 771 views. <laughs> She's had 750k more than anyone else on his channel. Now, normally, what you'd expect from someone that has a YouTube channel, you'd expect to see some sort of consistency. 
Yeah. Episode before, 51. Episode after, 57. He doesn't get many views, man. At all. Like, for who he is, he doesn't get a lot. It's not very popular. He then went on to say, I've had male guests say what she said. In my opinion, he should have outlined which male guests have said that. Yeah. No one cared, but when Molly says it, she's crucified. Yeah. I've become very aware of the double standard that successful women face. Now you're just trying to turn it into a sexism debate, which it wasn't to begin with. It was a it was a class debate. Yeah. Really, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was the issue. That was the it? whole you know and that's where I think I think what she thought she was saying to a degree, because yeah. she even said that oh, she's been bashed about it. But she does come from a middle class background. Yeah, of course she does. That's not her fault. Yeah. And I think you can't blame someone for growing up in a class. Yeah. Because that is <clears throat> what they were born into, whether it's, you know, subliminally from parents or you, you cannot blame people or cannot discriminate someone just because they're class. Yeah. Because that's just stupid. Yeah. And as someone that, if anyone to ask me what, what class I am, I'm working class. Doesn't mean I look at people differently. No, it's... um. We just all have a very different perspective. And I think her perspective has been so catastrophic in terms of, like she said, all these brand deals coming in, bright lights, big money, <laughs> high profile relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's not a sexism issue. It's just that someone made some comments that were perceived to be insulting to the working class people. But my question is, if she come from a working class background, <clears throat> would she have gotten the same hate that she got? No, of course not. And like, but I, why is that? Why are we hating on people? So, so just for, just from my point of view, because I like I say, because I watched it, because I'm I'm a fan of his podcast. I watched it before I give a shit who his guest was, yeah. and even when she came on, I was watching it thinking. I don't actually really know you. Like, I'm no. not... I don't give a shit about you. I'm not one of her, you know, disciples. I <laughs> I just... um, I just watched it because I like his podcast. But even then, I was clocking her saying things that I thought were a bit a bit dumb. Like, I, it didn't really matter to me because I don't see her in the way the world does because I'm not bothered by her. But obviously, with her profile and who she is at the minute, her saying those things that I thought were a bit... Oh, that's a bit, like... That's a bit up your own ass, and you've not really thought about that. The world has reacted like straight on her, like to an, another degree. Even though I was just a bit like that was a bit weird. Um, but that, I think that, like, just going back to your class thing, I think that is just based on on her profile now, mate. Like, she's only going to get that hate because of who she is and the the amount of like power for she's somehow generated. And it doesn't help that the company she's creative director for pays her employees in the factories like three pound forty. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about these podcasts, mate, is like we know even doing this, like she's gone on there and I th what was that? Was that an hour and a half long? Nearly two hours? Yeah, it was about two hours, wasn't it? You can't rehearse that shit. No. Like she's she's having to think on the spot and she's got all that weight on her shoulders. But she hasn't because she has managers. She has press people. She has social media people. Well, yeah, she chatted about she's got that, that her main like helper woman is like her mum, she was saying, basically. Like she goes everywhere with her and tells her how to manage her life. I don't know. What I mean watch that far mate <laughs> no I, yeah i listened to it all and um i didn't find it like normally when i put on one of his podcasts like his one with the gym shark owner was really good i haven't seen that one i need really to watch good it. that's a guy that is he's built it himself hasn't he 
from the ground up. Yeah. Like he was printing the t shirts. What, what legend? That's mental, You know, Molly May wasn't fucking stitching these no. uh, pretty. Pretty little thing, yeah. Can we call it PLT? Fucking if you want, mate. Do you want me to order something for you? I feel so hip right now. <laughs> um, you know, she, she's not there fucking stitching or designing. She's no. there as a name and a brand. Yeah. I, I would highly doubt she has fuck all to do with the creative direction of that fucking company. If PLT was her brand, her company, that she, even if she decided to pursue that after Love Island because she got some funding, yeah, fair fucking play. Well, yeah, I mean, he's had on, like, a few episodes before that he had on the woman who started Not on the High Street. Mm. Um, and that she built that from the ground up. And she, she doesn't get that kind of hate, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... That's why I think this sexism is just a bullshit, bullshit concept from Stephen. And I'm a fan to a degree of his, and I've told you before, I'm not his biggest fan because no. I think sometimes he can come across as a complete prick. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But behind that, he's extremely fucking successful. Yeah. And he's done that on his own. But just going back to the original point you brought up, he made his money in social media. Yeah. He knew what he was doing because I guarantee a lot of the viewers of that are some of her followers from Instagram. They're people that don't know him. They're people that don't know that podcast they at all. They wouldn't have a clue who he is. No, exactly. They're not watching it for him. <laughs> but no, I, I do th- I do feel like some of the backlash she's got is, is a bit much. If it was your normal... It is a bit much because, unfortunately, we do live in a society now, especially when it comes to money, that we're we're quick to support, but we're quick to tear down. Yeah. Which I I still I still struggle to wrap my head around. Yeah. Like if so, you know, how many comedians at the moment are getting cancelled for jokes they made twenty years ago when we lived in a completely different society where it was ex- not acceptable, but okay, yeah, it was acceptable to make certain jokes or say certain things. Yeah. Because we realised they were jokes. But that's the problem. And we live in a day now where again we're so quick to build up support and go, Oh, I love this. This woman's my idol. Couple goals, hashtag. As soon as they say something wrong, it's like, no, no, no. I mean, the other thing on just generating hate based on people's success, which I think is what we're kind of aiming at here, is think of like the amount of clicks and money people are going to be making just from now posting like an article saying Molly May said this. We're talking about it. We're talking about it now. So, you know, something on Facebook that pops up with Molly May being dished for being disrespectful to people from a different class and all this, they're going to get hundreds of thousands of click, loads of fucking pay revenue. Like, there's people just now making money off hating her, which is like, it's so mad to think about what do you feel about that in terms of hating on and we're going back to it again i know we said at the start about hating people that are successful because again and i've seen it on social media a few times where people repost stuff and go you know fuck the billionaires and all this stuff and if they were billionaires would they be saying that so if someone is posting stuff about you know this guy's this this guy's that he's scum blah 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 why I when I see people post that, did they kill someone to get that money? No, no, that that's it. When I see people post that, I I go to two places. I the first place I go to is that person's jealous, and that they want if they had the opportunity to have that kind of money or a slice of that kind of money, they wouldn't bat it away at all. No. But then the second the second thing is maybe if they are being a hundred percent honest on sharing this and hating on someone for having all this money. 
Well, then you've got to be like, you know, the most sort of ethical, grounded person ever, right? You've got to be thinking like, oh, I'm going to give my money to everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, A, B and C. So I, I'm with you. I, I struggle to see, to understand why people hate on it so much. Yeah, it's just, there's no, I just feel there's no logic. But I feel, again, as a society, we're, we are becoming so sensitive to people being successful or people saying stuff that we don't agree with. And because we don't agree with it, we're like, well, that's not fucking true. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so much going on at the moment with the Tories and again, I don't want to divert, but in essence, did she deserve the backlash that she got? No, because I don't think anybody deserves. I mean, I saw some of the comments and even I'm like, come on. There's no need for that. (laughs) Why are you wishing like hurt and pain on someone? You see the worst shit, man. Come on, grow grow a sec. Because they wouldn't be saying that to her face. No, I was having this conversation with um, my partner the other day. We were saying about the whole, why why haven't they put ID on social media accounts yet? Why haven't they been able to hold people accountable when they go off saying shit that you wouldn't, you wouldn't say in person? And it's always the people on Facebook that will have a massive rant, get stuck in a 70-comment long argument. You see them in person, they don't say a fucking word. They don't even talk. They're the most quiet person you'd ever imagine. And they go at home and just smash it all out on the keyboard. Yeah, because, well, I mean, look at Instagram, for example. Instagram's the big one. Yeah. How many users or interactions would it lose for having to ID check your account? Well, that's it, mate, isn't it? And that, that's that's the money control. That's where things are coming back to. Every, money runs the motherfucking world. So in a nutshell, um, what I would like to finish on is I think money means a lot more to certain people than it does others. Yeah. But money holds a meaning for everyone. Yeah, completely agree, mate. It, um, and the world we live in now, it has to. So it's like, yeah, when people, you know, say the, the money doesn't bring you happiness thing, or does it bring you happiness? It's like... You have to define happiness to that person, though. Yeah. Everybody has their own vision of happiness. Yeah, and I always reframe it in my head where I'm like, money makes you miserable. If you don't have it, that that makes more sense to me in the world we live in now and money runs the world. If you don't have the money, you're going to be miserable, but it doesn't necessarily make you happy having it. I don't think it does make you miserable because you've you don't know what life is with a shit ton of money. No, not a shit ton, but I'm just saying if you have nothing, you're going to struggle in the world we live in, in the country we live in, in the way society is here. To a degree. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's lifestyle choices that you make or lifestyle okay. or a lifestyle that you lead. You know, if you have to have the most expensive... Maybe, maybe we've got a bit more in this episode. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. We're not wrapping up yet. <laughs> so maybe if you have to have the most expensive brand new hoodie or t-shirt or jumper and you're going you're gonna to buy three or four, there's a difference. Yeah. Well, For I- me... I would rather go to, I'd rather go to a charity shop, pick up a jumper, pick up a hoodie, and and do that way. So next up is N. Naughtiness. No, 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 no. That's weird. We won't talk. <laughs> we won't talk about that. That took a turn. <laughs> yeah. I've known most of it as well. <laughs> so that is episode thirteen of. I'll stay for one. Thank you for all for staying for one. Next episode is on N for November yep Um, we're not going to be discussing the month of November 
Um, we don't know what we are going to be discussing yet. No. But we're going to put a poll up. We're going to get to... We've got a few ideas. Yeah, we'll whack up some options and we'll we'll go with what you guys want. But again, thank you very much for your support, for all the love, the likes, the messages. Please do follow us on our Stay For One podcast on Instagram. And follow us on Spotify, please, if you do listen. That helps out a lot as well. Yeah, if you want to know when we are... When the episode becomes live, I mean, you should know now, every two weeks on the Wednesday morning. Bum, 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 bum. Although I always forget. <laughs> Gets to 20 past nine. Yeah, it's well, like, you haven't put the post up yet. Wedge is our uh, social media manager and he's a bit lax, but he, I just, he gets there, bless him. I, I've said from the start, I am terrible on social media, but I've made a conscious effort because you do all the editing to try and bring something apart from... Stunning good looks and all the rest of it. <sighs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Turn the notifications on Spotify. We do appreciate every single one of you. We've got plans this year. We, you know, we did say at the end of the last year we have got plans for this year. We just want to carry on chatting shit, and we want you here for the vibe. We love it. You know, thank you very much for joining the Our Stay for One community. I'm Wedge. I'm Sam. We love you all. Tell someone you love them. Check, 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 check,